This podcast contains explicit language and references to sex, drugs, and rock and roll. Listener discretion is advised. This episode has been re-released without music. If you'd like to listen to this episode with music included, please check us out on Spotify. Hello and welcome to another episode of Lyrical Innuendo, the podcast that asks the ultimate question about music. Is this song actually about sex, drugs, or is it just rock and roll? I am your host, Bubba Wheat, and as always, joining me is my co-host, Rob. How are you doing? I am Rob. I have no catchphrase. I got to work <laughs> on that. And this time, you know, we it is Rob's choice for a song. Yes, it is. Yes. So why don't you go ahead and let us know what song you chose for us to talk about today? Okay, so I went um, beyond my realm of safety. Um, it's weird because I've known this band all my life and I've heard their music. I grew up to their music, but I, was, I, I wasn't a huge fan. Um, all my friends were. Um, they, they were very, they were a very 90s band, you know, and they, they, they immortalized a lot of what, you know, us Generation Xers um, thought. Uh, my song was BYOB by System of a Down. Now, usually, okay, so, Bubba, I'm going to just put this out there. What's your take on the phrase, on, on the three letters, BYOB? Well, I've, I've always heard it as, understood as bring your own beer. You know, there, there's right. a lot of, um, I'm trying to think, I, I don't remember if it was in Indiana or if it was in the Chicago area. It was probably Indiana, trust me. Uh, where there are definitely like restaurants and places that are BYOB. You know, they, they don't serve alcohol, but they actually allow you to bring your own alcohol <laughs> to drink with your meal. That's Indiana for you. Um, you know, we, uh, we side, step, side note here, we recently didn't acquire the ability to sell alcohol on Sundays till um, maybe a year or two before the pandemic. So, you know, but for me, oh, but BYOB, before I moved to Indiana, I lived in Kentucky and they, they have counties in Kentucky. There are dry counties. Yeah. That's a shocker to me. Like I'm, I'm really shocked by that. Um, that's something we could, we could actually create another podcast just talking about, you know, shocking things, <laughs> but um, yeah, BYOB to me, like I grew up in Indiana. I, I live in Indiana. I've grown up all my life in Indiana. Uh, I've lived in not the best of areas. So to me, BYOB is one of two things. It's bring your own beer or bring your own bitch. Um, so naturally when I'm thinking system of down, I'm thinking rock star, rock, rock star lifestyle. I'm thinking, you know, you know, this is all about partying. It's about drugs. It's about women. So, you know, I'm, I'm thinking, okay, this is all about bring your own beer and bitches, you know, but doing research on the song and, and reading about what people have said, it blew, it blew my mind to think of what this is really all about. Um, uh, System of Down, let's see here. Um, 
so we all know that it's about BYOB being bring your own booze. But what is actually, um, I, I didn't know this, but System of a Down, the band itself at the time was was extremely anti-war. Yeah, it's um, like the you know they they share a lot of ideology with like uh, Rage Against the Machine. Yeah, but they're not as psych psychotic as Rage Against the Machine. Um, I love Rage Against the Machine. I, I grew up on their music too. I own some of their albums, but they have not gone so extreme as to be kicked off of you know like Saturday Night Live. You know, <laughs> if they're like, hey, although technically that was for swearing. Well, yeah, but you know, <laughs> it was a part of the song nonetheless. Um, so BYOB was actually bring your own bombs. As in, bring your own nuclear weapons, bring your own, you know, weapons of mass destruction. Yeah, and, the, own... and the song was released in March 2005. And so the, this was, um, you know, in the latter half of the Iraq war. Exactly. Yes. I was just about to bring that up. Um, it was, it was during, you know, it was, it was on their, their album Mesmerize, which um, if, if what I'm reading is correct and what I remember is correct they had enough songs to fill two albums for mesmerized what they did was they did a kill bill style they did you know mesmerized volume one mesmerized volume two and i mean like back you know back in 2013 2003 i was um i don't know uh going through puberty i don't know i i don't i am i don't even the idea, like they they were um, they were inspired by Tarantino's Kill Bills Volume One and Two to make a double, well, not really a double album, but a um, brother sister album, and that blew my mind. Like I've, I, and like I've, Use Your Illusion One and Two, right, right. You know, like I know Rush has done a couple things similar to that. I don't know if they've truly done like you know this Volume One, this Volume Two, and I think not like uh, Metallica's Load and Reload. Right, right, right. So not, not a lot of artists are willing to go like a volume one, volume two style. Um, it's just, it's, it's not good for sales. It makes them look like cheap, you know, artists. But the way they did this, um, it was just, like I said, like, I, I can't say it enough. I'm going to say it a lot. It blew my fucking mind. <laughs> um, especially like when you, when you, so when you look at the chorus of the song, like uh, la 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 la, everybody's going to a party, have <laughs> oh, yeah, a real you have, good time. You have to do it right. La 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 la. La 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 la. la. I, I I have no musical talent whatsoever. <laughs> okay, um, have a real good time dancing in the desert, blowing up the sunshine. To me, like when you go to a party, you know, especially coming from like an area where there are colleges all over the place. You know, Indianapolis has colleges basically all around. You know, I four sixty five. Um, and I, I've, I've been to Ball State, you know, I, I, I traveled up to Ball State, did a three-year stint up there in that prison, um, thinking about parties, thinking about, you know, the, the way they, their, their lyrics are. To me, I, I thought this was all about, you know, having women at your party and having booze at your party. But after reading what I've read, you know, and it, especially like the lyrics, like, why do they always bring their poor, you know? They say that. Um, let me see if I can, yeah, and, I can read that. And uh, and uh, you know, to jump in a little bit. Um, first, we we actually haven't you know played the song, so we have uh, not. I'm sorry. I apologize. Let's go ahead and take a quick moment to play the song for everybody. I'm a guy. I jumped ahead of you know the excitement. I apologize. 
but yeah, you know, I've, I've, I'm also someone that I was, I would never call myself a system of a down fan, but I liked all of their songs whenever they would come on the radio. Exactly. And this, this exactly. is one, and and this is a song. You know, it's like a lot of the the heavy metal songs. It's it's very loud. It's very fast. It and if you're listening to it, you're not always going to catch all of the lyrics. But I I do think that I did catch the the like Rage Against the Machine style political message of the song like I, I always knew that there was a political anti-war message because i you know it, it does you know wh- why do they always send a poor see i um, didn't i didn't catch that till after the fact till after i started researching it because um coming from you know my lifestyle and, and where i've been and what i've done with my shitty life um i like i said and, I then, and also like the line about the you know we don't live in a fascist nation Right, right. I think you know, that one is, is one that's clear enough that um, that's easier to hear than but some see of a lot of people. Stuff. I think a lot of people will not really understand the lyrics until they actually read them while they listen to the song. Because like you said, it is a fast paced song. They're yelling. Um, it's their voices are extremely like, I don't want to say almost alto, but like alto baritone, like in that mix. So it's like, a lot of my friends would play this song and jam it up and, you know, start drinking 40s and do it headbanging because it's system of a down, you know? And then the lead singer does have that, that really good, like heavy metal lead singer rasp to his voice. He does. And I'm not saying if I was gay, but if I was gay, <laughs> um, he's, he's a talented artist. He's beautiful. I'm not, I'm, I apologize if anybody takes offense to what I just said. I'm just saying that. But what's interesting to me is that, um, I'm, I'm reading stuff about this album like they received a mesmerize um, sold over half a million copies back in like 2015 and they received a platinum certification uh, the RII which is the record recording industry of America I didn't even know that existed until today um, and, and, and this song did it did hit number 27 on the the US hot 100 and it's it was their highest charting oh yeah single and it hit top tens in places like Poland, Mexico, Italy, Ireland, Phil, Finland, um, Denmark, Belgium, uh, the Netherlands. I'm not saying like the Netherlands is a war-torn country, but a lot of these places, a lot of these countries like like Mexico. Um, well, and, and I never thought about it, but, you know, me looking this up, I, I didn't realize that they're, that they're an Armenian band like that. They never Armenian. would have expected it, you know, especially given the fact that they just yell their lyrics out like dancing does, you know. Um, but yeah, they're they're Armenian. And it's 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 amazing. It's amazing that this band, like I have I don't want to sound like a douche for saying what I'm about to say, <laughs> but I'm going to sound like a douche. Um, I have a newfound respect for this band because I really like growing up, I never listened to their stuff unless somebody else listened to it, you know. I never was like, oh yeah, I'm just gonna crank up a system of down. You know, it was just like it was it was radio music to to me, probably to you as well. Yeah. But reading about what this song is about, about how like you know, let's see here. Um, why don't why don't presidents fight their war? Why do they always send their poor? Um, breaking the Fort Knox, stealing our intern, stealing our intentions. Let's see what else. What else is there? Um, blast off! It's party time. We don't live in a fastest nation. Blast off! It's part time. Where the fuck are you? 
the whole song is basically talking about like when war exists you have the upper echelon and then you have the grunts the fighters you know and they're always going to send the grunts and it's like to me i see this and i understand this because i play a lot of video games and in any video game um actually there was a quote in an x-men movie you always send out your pawns first you know you don't send out your generals you don't send out your rooks your bishops you always send out the pawns because they're expendable and to me that hits hard because you know the idea of why do they always send out their poor because they're fucking expendable pure and simple nobody's gonna miss joe smith you know but if it was somebody like a senator who went and fought in the war oh yeah he's gonna you know soak that up you know he's gonna sit there and run that that dildo as far as fucking possible to any person who's gonna listen to it and take it down their throat you know again i apologize to anybody out there who's listening to what i'm saying um i'm just riffing yeah and they they did have a video for this too the video is insane the video is absolutely insane yeah, it, it's, it has, you know, it's a mix of George Orwell that, you know, with a mix of They Live, because they have the, these like um, fascist face, faceless soldiers wearing these helmets oh that have like the obey. Kill, obey. Yeah, no, I would highly recommend people, ladies and gentlemen, and people of all shapes and sizes, please listen to what I say. Do not watch this video if you are on drugs or if you are drunk, Okay. <laughs> watch it with a clear mind because even like with a clear mind it fucked with me like you know i saw a lot of clockwork orange in this video i mean it was it wasn't as as progressive you know the the whole feeling of obey kill conform like um uh they live the movie they live you know back with Roddy Roddy piper you know and clockwork orange where you know you are you are um the, the main character is is systematically altered and changed to be the opposite of what he was so you know the whole idea of, of murdering and beating the crap out of a person makes him nauseous you know this is it kind of gives me that vibe you know it kind of gives you the vibe of they live mixed with a little bit of clockwork orange mixed with what you talked about you know mm-hmm. and <clears throat> the video director was uh, jake nava who's not a name that i stuff not a name that i'm familiar with but like in in the wikipedia the the other uh well-known videos that they've also directed is beyonce single ladies and shakira she-wolf exactly like when you look at single ladies and you look at she-wolf and you're like man whoever did this video was amazing and then you're like system up and down what the fuck what happened to him little bit of a disconnect there <laughs> but it also shows that you know jake uh was it um oh god was jake nava yeah right jake nava has such a wide variety of a palette for the ability to direct whatever like i would love to see this guy direct a movie i don't i don't care what kind of movie it is i don't care if it's a documentary i don't care if it's horror i don't care if it's a sci-fi I, I am anti-musical. If he directed a fucking musical, I would watch it. And and we we cover most of of this already, but I, I did find a an interview with John Delmayan um, uh, with uh, Face Culture, and they were talking about each of the songs on his album, 
and uh it, it was an interesting inter- interview with him very like laid back and uh low budget but it, it, he covered some interesting things and you know like he said he brought up the whole you know that it stands for bring your own bombs but he mm-hmm. also mentions that you know it's more commonly known as bring your own beer bring your own bitches mm-hmm. And uh, even though it was released during the Iraq war, uh, John said that that the band in general doesn't like putting their own labels and meanings on their their music. And they would rather have the the people. Yeah, they'd rather have people bring their own interpretations to the songs in, in order to build a discussion. And so they just put the music out there. And they don't like saying, you know, this is what we say that it means. Yeah. It's just like, you know, th- this, we're putting this out there. It definitely means something along these lines, but you can read into it what you think. And then it's, we want you to start a discussion. It's crazy. It's crazy to think of that a band like System of Down and the music they put out. Like, so you have their music, which is one realm, and then you have the band, which is another realm. And the way they merge those two realms together, you know, an article I read said that they were such a, simply put, they were a conscious band. And it is just amazing to me. Like I, I've listened to a lot of music in my entire life. I've listened to everything from like Michael Jackson, um, Spice Girls. Yes, I, I have listened to Spice Girls. I, yeah. Um, Weird Al Yankovic. Um, uh cake i've listened to death metal you know um five finger death punch and i've never really enjoyed system of a down up until this song and i really think like the way they make their music it it it, it i don't want to get really gushy here but it 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 lit a, a fire in my heart you know especially the world we live in now the the world that we live in how dangerous it is how how we as a society are yeah, i mean this, the, this song was written about the iraq war but you can you can take everything that they say except for maybe the, the you know the desert you, yeah. you know you take out the desert and then all this applies to the like the ukrainian war right now oh yeah i mean it's they're they're a thrash progressive hard rock metal band and they're making shit you know, back in 2003, that still will honestly stand the test of time. I mean, we could honestly have a third world war, and I guarantee you somebody would be playing this song as they're marching into battle. And it's like, okay, this is not a war battle. This is saying, hey, this is not a, uh, a war song. This is saying, hey, stop making war, you know? So it's, there's this weird dichotomy that exists, and it's just, it blew my mind. Yeah, well, I think we've talked quite a bit uh, about the meaning of this song, so I think it's it's a good time to come down to our final verdict. (laughs) So, you know, since this is your song, what's your final verdict? Is this song about sex, drugs, or is it just rock and roll? I would say that this is definitely a rock and roll song, um, but it's a rock and roll song with meaning, you know? they're clearly like I, I first when I, I thought of the song, I thought it was a sex song. You know, I thought it was a drug song because the interpretation. But when you when you listen to the song, you, you read the lyrics and you actually think about it. This is a, a driven rock and roll song to help you progress as a human being. Yeah. And, and I'm right there with you. I, I think it's it's rock and roll. It, it, it's it's rock and roll. Well, rock and roll with a message 
hidden underneath a a song about uh, alcohol and parties. Fair, fair, yeah. So it's it, it's kind of it's almost like the opposite. And instead of having the, this hidden hidden message of sex or drugs or alcohol, it's a song that you think is about alcohol, but it's actually about uh, this anti-war message. One hundred percent agree with you on that. All right. Well, that wraps up another episode of Lyrical Innuendo. As always, I've been your host, Bubba Wheat. And if you want to reach us, uh, you can get a hold of us on uh, Facebook through the Rabbit Hole Podcasts Facebook group. You can reach me on Twitter where I'm at Bubba Wheat. And uh, you can email us, uh, you know, feedback, song requests, uh, whatever you'd like at lyricalinuendo at gmail.com. And as always, we'll be right here talking about sex, drugs, or rock and roll. This podcast has been produced for rabbitholepodcast.com. Thanks to Jason Soto for executive producing, Rob Branch for co-hosting, and thank you for listening.